Hey there, Fab here. Thanks for listening today. Uh, in this episode, Paul and I talk about one of the main reasons why uh, companies do not see returns from their marketing efforts. Uh, we also offer a couple solutions, all of that within 13 minutes or so. So I hope you enjoy everything and let us know what you think. Thank you. Bye. Welcome to Ask the Right Questions, a sales and marketing podcast with Paula Fleur and Fab Colando. It's funny because I've heard, I used to hear this a lot when I was in the broadcast industry. Yeah. So people are saying, oh yeah, I want to market in this, you know, fancy magazine or in that fancy magazine. Uh, or I want to be in this show, this top rated show. And I, I but I don't want to be in that crappy, that horrible show that I hate that everyone watches. Yeah. You know, like a big brother or remember back then it was called TV. Everyone yeah. hated called TV. No one would be attached to that. Everyone watched it. And so why don't you want to be in it? Oh, I hate, I hate what it represents. Yeah, but if you're reaching the people you want to talk to, why don't you want to be there? You know, yeah. what, what's your... So, is it image that you're looking for? So, some people might say, well, I don't want to be on Instagram. Why not? Yeah. If, if the people you're trying to reach out to are on Instagram, why don't you want to talk to them? I hate Facebook. If the people you're trying to reach to are on Facebook, why are you... And, if, and on top of that, you can target them. Why wouldn't you want to be there? Yeah, and, and I think... Yeah, and so, there's a couple... You know, there's a couple of reasons for that. For that, I think one is you know we we confuse ourselves for our leads. So, you know, in some cases, like for example, right, you're a salesperson and you're talking to sales leaders, so you might be a lot closer to your target, right, in terms of behavior, like who you are and your behavior might be a lot closer to what your clients are, and so then your intuition and all that makes can make sense. Uh, but in in some cases, it just doesn't work, right? If if I'm, let's say I'm in marketing and I speak to business owners, well, I can work with somebody who's an IT, like who has an IT firm and I can work with somebody who has a graphic design firm. You know, my reality as a solo freelancer is going to be completely different. And so people kind of confuse that, their reality with the reality of their, their audience. That's one challenge that sometimes people get into. And two, it's... And I don't know where it stems from, but it's this old kind of ivory tower thinking about things. You know, like, you know how people say, like, academics are living in this ivory tower and it doesn't really reflect reality. But the reality is a lot of people live in those ivory towers and they think they know what works. And especially when it comes to things like marketing, everybody knows about, knows how to do marketing. Um, Or that's, you know, obviously their perception of things. Um, And so they know, oh, I know my audience isn't on Instagram or, or I know my audience doesn't do this on LinkedIn or I know, I know, I know. And the reality is they're not letting the market dictate what's working. And so, you know, like, you know, obviously taking into account your reality, right? I mean, you're, if you're a one man, one person operation, um, you know, one man, one woman show, you can't, you can't necessarily do everything as then a multinational corporation can. Right. Mm -hmm. But, I think you need to try things out, let things work out or not work out for themselves and, and not, not, not assume have, not pre predetermined biases that'll limit what you can do. Right. And, and that's why I think like a lot of 
trade shows and things that work so well is because there's a lot of self-fulfilling prophecies going on in there. Like, this is an IT trade show with IT people, so it'll work because there's IT people. Yeah, fine, it'll go there. But are you going there with the right message? Well, maybe if you had spent the last year that you were preparing for this show on Instagram, on Twitter, on all that, testing different, different messages and, and using ads on Facebook or LinkedIn to test out to see what's working, you could come to your trade show with wording and, and you know, positioning statements that have been tested to a broader market yeah. for the past year. And I think, I think a lot of people still think that they're the expert and that, you know, that, I think that comes maybe from our generation, which is just, that's what it used to be before the internet came along. There was no real way of testing things. Yeah. And, and you know what, I think there's also the old adage of like, you're your, you were your best client, right? You invented this product or you invented the service because you needed it. Yeah. And at first often it's great because, well, you know, I invented it because I wanted to do it. But then once you've done it, maybe you lose track of reality of what the next big thing is and you're better off to really go find out who's interested and reach out to those people that might have interest in your product rather than just surmising that you know exactly what it is that your market wants. Yeah, and, and I, think, I think we just were, for a certain generation of people, uh, and I include ourselves in that, we, we didn't grow up with that potential, like that mass market research potential that we have today and I think people look at Facebook as like oh well, we'll just post on Facebook or but they're not looking at it as like wait a minute I can actually reach out to I can test out messaging and can test out what's working what's not like there's a reason why I post on LinkedIn almost daily there's a reason why I post on Twitter four, five to ten times a day is because I want to know what resonates so when I am promoting yeah, the, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the podcast yeah. of our podcast I know well okay I've, I've, I've let you know, I've, I've tweeted 10 times different versions of the message. Now I know what's working. So then when I post it on LinkedIn or whatnot, or when I'm writing the show description, well, I know what might work a little better versus not, you know? And I think that um, I still get caught also in the ivory tower approach. I'll call it the ivory tower approach where I know what's going on. And, uh, well, but we all do, right? I mean, yeah. we, like I think most people who are selling something know so much about it that it's very hard to be, uh, it's very hard to not be biased to what you think you can do for people because you know it so well yeah because that's what you're selling or that's what you're marketing or that's a company you work for yeah so you forget that the people you're speaking to are are, are nubiles yeah <laughs> you know they, they don't know they don't know about it so you need to have the right approach to to bring it to them and you need to make sure that it fits in with their world right? yeah and and that's it and i think um you know and i think because of that we we approach a lot of platforms social platforms uh, very awkwardly, you know, I think, you know, we're in a B2, we're both in the B2B space. I think LinkedIn kind of is obvious in a way. Yeah. Uh, but even then most people like fail quote unquote at LinkedIn. And I think, you know, they, they don't, they think, okay, well I'll send off a tweet every three days. I don't want to bother anybody. Cause they're thinking of like the TV ad days, right. Where you couldn't like, you know, you can just buy every TV ad spot there was. Right. Yeah. Like, but you know, on Twitter, like honestly, like you know, the, the, the life of a tweet is like, what, you know, five seconds, 10 seconds, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter that you're just tweeting out 75 times in a day, like, you're not going to bother anybody. Yeah. Um, and I think people are still stuck in that mentality. And I think LinkedIn is the same, like, oh, well, maybe I'll post once or twice on, on LinkedIn, I don't want to bother anyone. Or I don't want to be too, too much, like, there's nothing that's too much. Like, there's so much content out there. Is there not too much? Can I challenge you on that? I was getting sure. one, one message from one guy continuously, he was posting stuff every day and it was driving me nuts because I thought he was like boring. I actually ended up like hiding his posts. Okay, but was the problem that he was posting too much or that he was posting boring stuff? Uh, yeah. 
right? And so, and so I, I agree with you. There is such a thing as too much and bothersome. But I, I think it's because that person... Yeah, so I guess if he posted at least it would have bored me less. It would have bothered me less because I would have been bored less. Yeah. And I wouldn't have had to, like... And, and I've, I've unfollowed people's stuff as well for, for that exact same yeah. reason. Or some people are just too salesy and they, they think, like, you know, LinkedIn is a business to be so we'll just sell them. And, you know, yeah. it, it, but it's because they're not being aware, they're not using those platforms how... So can I ask you a question that's a little bit more specific to... So I, I personally use LinkedIn. Yeah. I don't use Facebook or Instagram for my for my business. Yeah. Now, obviously, we haven't had this discussion before. We'll have it live. <laughs> so what's your opinion on that? On the fact that you're not using it? Well, should I be using Facebook for my business? And should I have a LinkedIn... Should I have a Facebook page and, and create a Facebook page with my services? I guess so, if, right? If you're willing to put in the time to try out what works, I think with the, the challenge that people get into is that they're like, fine, they create like a page, you know, like Paul LaFleur Consulting, and then they just post, you know, even if it's like content, like they'll post an article and then like they're just doing it because it's like they're not spending the time to see what's working. How do I use it? And I think, you know, they're not aware of what's working on these platforms and not. So Facebook was hot in 2011 and you could post something and like a th hundreds and thousands of people would see it. Now that doesn't work. Now you need to spend media, you know, you yeah, need yeah, to spend yeah. ads. So... Well, that means you need to spend effort. And then who are you going to target? Are you going to do... And I think... So, yes, you should. So the answer is yes. Willing, your okay. answer is so yes. You're going to help me with that, by the way. Okay. <laughs> but your answer is yes, if you're willing to accept that people who are on Facebook are act a certain way and, and, and Facebook is what it is, is a very mature platform now and is a, very, is a media platform, obviously, and you need to use it as such. Uh, in LinkedIn right now is very organically driven. Like you, you post something about our podcast and you have like hundreds or thousands of people that view that post without you doing anything, right? You yeah. just posted it. Um, you know, in, in a few months, in a few years, like that's no longer going to be, you're probably going to have to place ads for people to, you know, like that's how platforms work as Evolve, they mature. Yeah. Um, so yes, you need to, you need to be in as many places as you need, you can be. Really, I mean, you need to balance that with the reality of things. So, you know, so for me personally, I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn, uh, active on Twitter, because uh, it allows me to test out what, what I should be posting on LinkedIn. And, you know, mediumly active on, on Instagram, just because uh, I feel it's a platform I haven't I've underutilized. It's, it's definitely too late to be in the Instagram game if you're not willing to put in some, some dollars. Uh, I just feel it's something I need to, to be more active in. Okay. Um, probably just being a bit too romantic about that platform at this point. Okay. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's as, as much as what you can do, really. Yeah. And I have a question for you. Let's say you have a, a product. Um, it's a bit of a taboo sub subject. Let's say you have a product that's pretty mainstream, you know, and, and you know that uh, some of your followers, let's say it's a male product and uh, it's a pickup truck. Like, why aren't they advertising on porn sites? Well, they probably are. <laughs> are they? they well, I always be. hear, oh, they, you don't want to connect. Uh, you don't want to connect this, uh, this, uh, you know, company to that one. Like I used to hear that in media all the time. You hear, oh, yeah. we, we don't want to be like we used to sell this uh, when I was at TQS many years ago. It was a show called Blue Nuit, yeah. and it was you know a little bit racy, and no one, you know, some people didn't want to be in there because they considered it too racy. Yeah, if, I think if your people are there, like, are they? Are your people going to complain about having been in a show that they were watching? Yeah, I think it always goes back to people 
you know, again, this is what we were talking about just before, right? This ivory tower approach to things and like, this is our brand and we need to watch out. And, you know, like, I think that's just, you know, there's, there's value in having certain ethics and maybe that's just not part of your ethics. Even if your clientele is there, you okay. don't want to like Fair speak enough. to that yeah. audience. Yep. Uh, if they happen to buy your pickup truck, well, you know, so be it. You can't, te- you can't see who, who's what yet, but who does what like in their private lives. But so there's an ethical thing involved. Obviously, if, if you're not comfortable with that, don't do it. And that's okay. Um, you know, you have to realize that, you know, if, if you are on a porn site and, and somebody takes a screenshot of it and you'd be embarrassed by that, you know, and that's why people don't do it. Good point. Right? Good point. Uh, but some people don't care. And I think more and more people don't care. And I think brands are becoming more and more uh, forced to take stands on specific topics. Yeah. Uh, you know, like porn is still one of them. And, you know, like there's a lot of, yes, a lot of people go on porn sites, um, but there's still a lot of, you know, not great things about that industry that you don't want to be supporting as a brand. And so, yeah, it it just goes back to like what you want. So I remember once I worked for a company and we we used programmatic ads and somehow our ads, well, not somehow, like our ads ended up on Breitbart, uh, right wing, you know, like website, you know, and, and we got called on. Yeah, on Twitter, I think it was, or on Facebook, I don't remember. You know, obviously, we took it down and, and something like, you know, because stuff ends up in some place where you don't want. And, you know, for us, it was an ethical thing. Yeah, if, if somebody's on Breitbart and buys our product, and, you know, fine, like, on paper, but, I mean, it's not who we wanted to be as a yeah, company. I hear you. Uh, yeah. No, that, that's, I think that's a very good answer. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. We've covered a lot of material today, Fab. We did. Yeah. We have. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Fab and I today on the podcast. If you're enjoying our sales and marketing podcast, please review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to this show. It would really mean a lot. Thanks again. See you soon.